Memphis, Tennessee, it's Memphis Board Live. Now, here are your hosts, Kevin Cerrito and Marcus Hunter. What to do? We are live from high atop Mount Moriah, down the hall from nonstop hip hop, all the hits, and 96X here at Flynn Broadcasting. I am your host, Kevin Shreer, joined alongside, as always, Fox 13's weekend sports anchor, Marcus Hunter. On the other side of the glass, CJ Hurt. And Jonathan Radio. And oh man, what a game six that was last night. Woo! We were out at the forum till late into the evening. Really? What? Really, you you went to the forum last night for game six? Game six, it was epic. The growl towels, they finally did the whoop your ass growl towel that we always wanted. Uh, everybody holding those up and, and the heckling. It's going to be it's gonna be an, an, an intense Game seven, come Sunday in San Antonio. Just want to rub it in the people of Memphis's face? No, I'm just saying that's what we were supposed to be doing today, CJ. We were supposed to be waking up, coming in, drinking some Red Bull, eating some E's biscuits, and talking about game six from last night. Instead, instead I was out at Italian Fest. And it's not as fun. And there were so many people you'd run into, and they'd be like, oh, we're supposed to be at the Forum right now. We're supposed to be at the Forum right now. What is the pulse of the city? I hadn't been here. I've been in Nashville. Well, correct me if I'm wrong, CJ. But what was your prediction? You predicted the Spurs to win the series. Did you predict a sweep? No, I predicted Spurs in seven. Spurs in seven. Mom loved it. Okay. Mom's like, no more tattoos for you. Because it was unfortunate that we didn't have Kelly come in, because Kelly Southern girl, Kelly Evans, uh refused to pick the first two series so we gave her the other team in a sweep and she didn't come in this for this one so she we would we would have handed her the uh, the uh, correct prediction craziness yeah but uh so you did have the spurs you're the only person on this program i think you had the spurs winning and it was, it was shocking it was crazy and uh we'll, we'll get into that because obviously we cannot talk about game six we're only here for 90 minutes today because something's going on old miss baseball's playing and Trying to figure out if that means they lost or they won yesterday. I don't know. I think that means they lost. But we're on for 90 minutes. We'll go off at 1230, but we will play Hang Up and Listen, as always, at noon uh, today. There's so many local topics uh, to get to on this show as we try to get back to normal. The plan was, let's get back to normal. The playoffs are over. We've gone a month of talking practically all Grizzlies every week. We've had unbelievable uh, guests from in-studio, Al Capone, uh, Clipper Daryl Bongo Lady came in studio. Uh, we've had Jerry the King Lawler. We had Shay Flynn talking about the, the civic impact uh, last week and, and Tablegate. It's been so much fun uh, covering the playoffs. We were, we were trying to get back to normal today, but we're going off at 1230, so it's not officially back to normal uh, today. That will be next week. We are 11-1. to 1. Uh, We will continue on. Of course, Ole Miss's success uh, is always good, but I think, they, I think they, if they're playing at 1230, I mean, they lost yesterday in baseball. But we do wish them well uh, in the postseason baseball. It's a big thing down in Oxford, Mississippi, and it's a and, and it's good to see Ole Miss look like they were going to do something. But anyway, that's going to follow us immediately uh, today at 12.30. That's 
about all the Ole Miss baseball talk you'll get until they hit up the pregame show at 1230. But um, let's see, what else we got? Oh, Marcus is going to predict the future on the program today. And... We're going to play Hang Up and Listen to Noon. So it's going to be a fun 90 minutes. It's going to go by fast, but we start each and every week when things are back to normal with the starting five. All right, these are the five most interesting and important sports stories for sports fan in the Mid-South. This is the starting five. Man, we're back doing starting five. Number one story uh, this week, of course, your Memphis Grizzlies getting swept by the San Antonio Spurs. And I think everybody in this city is over. A little bit later on, Marcus will predict the future during his Marcus the Magnificent segment where we will look at and examine all the questions that now are out there as we go into this this, uh, postseason for the Memphis Grizzlies. But, man, it, it does not feel good to get swept. It does not feel good to see that the Indiana Pacers could be forcing a Game 7 against a team that is much better than the Spurs. They're going to push a Game 7 against the best team in the NBA by far. How do you know that they are better than the Spurs? The Heat? They didn't play. Neither the team, def- when they played this year, they played their starters. They both played possum. Okay, they are the reigning NBA champions. That's number one. They're, they're younger. They got the best player in the NBA. And the, and the Pacers are able to at least win a game there. I find it, it's, it's much, uh, to me, it's a disappointing finish to the season. Yes, if you said, give me the, if at the beginning of the season you say Spurs in a sweep uh, in the Western Conference Finals, would you take that? And most Grizzlies fans would say, yes, absolutely, we're going to go to the Western Conference Finals. I, I will take a sweep from the San Antonio Spurs. I think I think Grizzlies fans should be a little bit uh, a little bit more disappointed. You don't make it this far and then you just get swept out old school Grizzlies style. Or do we just blame it on Powell Gasol for being in attendance? Because the Grizzlies have never won a playoff blame game it on Powell. with Powell in attendance. Mark Gasol blamed it on Powell. As a matter of fact, he said um, during the exit interviews, he told his brother the next day that your record as an attendee for Grizzlies playoff games are the exact same as they were as a player. You're Four, you're 0 and 14. So. He should not Who be allowed. That? Say what? Who's that voice? It's Hunter Beasy, man. What are you talking about? <laughs> Hunter Beasy. <sighs> I I don't think he should be allowed. I don't think I don't, I don't think Powell should be allowed in the building. Pa- only when he's playing for the Lakers and and the Grizzlies are beating the Lakers, which they have had a uh, pretty. Um, right. Oh, I guess he's going to have to be allowed in for those games. You're yeah, right. yeah. Okay. If he's with the Lakers next year. Is there a is there a highlight from from this Spurs series, Marcus? That ended way too early. Of course, you know. Here we are. I know you're tired. You're running slow this morning because Game Six lasted so late last Look, night. We were, we were at the forum until I, know, so, right? I don't know how long. Game Six was crunk than a mofo. Whoop your ass, growl towels, and everything. Okay. I know, right? You know, they finally got it done. Mm-hmm. And then they actually, and then they found. Not only did they have the growl towels, but they actually had the yellow shorts as well. Dude, the I was yellow extremely shorts surprised. Wanted, shirts were back. I mean, you know, it was a big game. Mm-hmm. Justin Timberlake singing the national anthem. Dirty pop. That was amazing. Yeah. What what a night it was last night at Federal yeah. Express Forum for Game Six. Yeah. But you know, stuff happens. Yeah, while you out, Johnny, they decided that they went to Game 6 last night. Mar- uh, Marcus and CJ <laughs> went up against the Ribs, finally, in Game 6. And, wo- and, not, won- only, and not only did won we... 20 to nothing? Not only did we win, <laughs> but we dropped 20 on them. We dropped... These, these other dudes couldn't even score one bucket in 45 seconds. We dropped 20 on the Ribs. 
they tried to stop us after five. We were like, no, sir, we're going to keep going until time <laughs> runs out. We got more time on the clock. What are you talking about? Stop. It's more time. <laughs> we're going acapella without a basketball game. <laughs> Ooh, what a game six yeah. it was. Yeah. Okay, but if you go to if you check out MemphisSport.com, uh, got the top five uh, uh, gifts of the series where you can look back at at the moments. I was trying to like really the Spurs series did end up having two immensely memorable moments. What? <laughs> uh, coupons dunk. Okay, yeah. No suit was, for you. That was pretty cool. Yeah. Oh, the of course. If you can't, yeah, we can't forget last week where uh, the whole tablegate we, we spent an hour talking about mm-hmm. uh, with with Tony Parker getting rejected. That would be a moment. And you have uh, the t- the Tony Allen uh, flop after a flagrant foul. I mean, you have to you word it that way. He did get there was a flagrant foul and he did flop afterwards. But that moment, I think, will we'll, it's, See, a, it's just a hilarious thing to look at. I don't understand the flopping rule then, because I was under the impression. Because he did get a flagrant foul. So. I was under exactly. I was under the impression that it was only considered flopping if they called a foul against you and you weren't supposed to get the foul call. But the foul call was actually the correct call that was made. He just sold it. He just sold it a little more. Right. Like 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 flopping to me is when you run by Chris Paul. And he shoots the ball, and you don't touch him, but yet you your arm just go flailing in the air like you got knocked over. You know that's to me it's a flop, not right, necessarily not, a, not the getting knocked are, down. Yeah. yeah, I mean he did get fouled. He got fouled. He got fouled. He got and fouled. it goes back to it's something I have said. I've said since uh, you know everybody hates the Clippers for the flopping, but I do think it's it's part of the game is to be able if you're able to trick the referees. Uh, into thinking something. Of course, now you get fined a couple days later, but I do think it's part of the game, and Tony Allen it used it to his advantage, used it to the Grizzlies' advantage in that game. They weren't able to capitalize on it, but that, but the uh, the Tony Allen flop was uh, was part of the game, and it benefited the Grizzlies, and I think all Grizzlies fans thought it was hilarious, and they thought it was awesome, that he... Uh, everything that he did in that, and of course, it's it's now one of the top uh, five gifs of the, of the playoffs. Should I be allowed to cheat on my math test because it's part of, I guess, school? Huh? It's not cheating. What do you mean? What do you, they're trying to say it's cheating. It is cheating. You're tricking somebody else into giving you something. No, it's trickery. There's a difference between trickery... Trickeration, Holmes. And uh, it's not your fault the official's making the call and you're tricking them. It's so. not my fault the teacher didn't catch me cheating. Right, exactly. The teacher doesn't catch. Wait, but the cheating is is different. You're bringing this back. I mean, that's more of like a. I don't know what you're trying to say. Like it's now it's a rule. So yeah, yeah, you could say it's cheating. But before that's just it's acting. You're bringing your acting involved into it, and that was one of the skills in the NBA. I don't know. I'm fine. I'm fine with flopping. I think everybody should be after watching with Tony Allen. Uh, his performance. Hey, hey, it almost so what, got what, the what do you say? What, what are we taking away from this Spurs series? The sweep, this embarrassing sweep. The, 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 the that, thing that, you the remember the most is it Tony Parker uh, getting rejected from a table at, at Restaurant Irish, which turned into after our wall to wall coverage last week. Turned out Tony Parker wanted two tables. And that's part of the reason that they didn't give him. He wanted two tables. And not just one table. I, it was a mess. On, on And then Tony Parker, of course, said. 
Restaurant Iris was just using his name or something that that leaked out that, that they, 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 he did not want to go there. Oh, wow. And the, the story added a bunch more layers since we went off the air last week, but we still don't know for sure the truth yeah. of what happened. But we do know that do know Restaurant that Iris Tony, needs that 14th table. We do know that Tony celebrity. Parker got loose on that series after that happened. We do know that much. Right, right, right. right. So um, I think that, that could have been considered a turning point. Yeah. Um, but you, know, had, you had the flop by, you had the, the, the Tony Tony Allen flop, yeah. Tony Parker restaurant, and coupon dunk. Those were your three three things you take away from the Spurs series. First ever appearance in the Western Conference Finals. I, I took away the I, I took away this from a coaching perspective that Greg Popovich is better, is a far better coach. Not 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 far better. He is a better. He's a better in game coach than Lionel Holland. Let's pull the audio from in-game last coach. week. Do we have I would that? Just say in game coach. Oh, was I can that, get it. I think it was two weeks ago, maybe, or was it last week? It was one of the recent weeks. Well, we don't. You don't need to pull it up because I mean I don't want to brag on the fact that you guys were Johnny Radio, Marcus Hunter were so confused on the idea that Tony, that uh, I'm sorry, that Greg Popovich was a better coach than Lionel Holmes. I wasn't confused. I mean, yeah, he's a better. Imagine coach what Popovich than could do with this Grizzlies team. They'd win the NBA championship this year. Do you not agree? No. You do not. You don't think so? If Greg Popovich was the coach, they would. They would. I don't think Greg. He Popovich, needs shooters. I don't think we Greg don't Popovich had anything to do with the fact that Tony Park, Tony Parker, played out of his freaking mind the entire. I think. T- it, you know, I think it has. I think he might have had something listen, to do with Tony it. Parker. This is me, Tony Parker. I want to win it for Timmy. I love Timmy. Timmy is a wonderful guy. I Timmy, want to go Timmy. out there and play hard as I can for Timmy. I'm going to make sure you win it for Timmy. And Manu, and don't forget, he wants to do it for Manu. He wants to do it for Manu, but he wants to make sure he gets one for Timmy. Who sounds like Pepe Le Pew. Look, I, was, I got so tired of hearing Tony Parker talking about winning one for Timmy. Like, come on, dude. Timmy? Really? My brother's name's Timmy. You wanted to win one for Timmy? Win one for Timmy Hunter. So we can go get the Grizzlies into the finals. That Timmy. All right, we have to keep moving, Marcus. The starting five is back this week. We're going to jump yeah. into number two. My favorite story well, of the week are buddy Quincy Pondexter asked out Miss Tennessee on Twitter. And she said yes. I have, a, I have an awesome Quincy Pond day from that exact same day. I, I, I don't want to tell this story on air. Uh, tell it. Because, let's go. No, because it involves another local. Miss, Miss Mississippi or no, Miss Arkansas? another <laughs> local television news reporter who Quincy apparently had an eye for as well. What station? I'm not going to tell you. Your, your, not your station. Is her heartbroken? Not my station. Is her heartbroken? Is her heartbroken? Yes. Coupons. I, I, I don't. I don't think that her heart is broken. Coupon really is looking for this summer he, romance. He really is looking for love. And he, but he wants a celebrity. He's girlfriend. looking for love. He wants a celebrity girlfriend. Yeah, he's looking for love. Because he wa- he wants to date a news reporter, mm-hmm. or he wants to date Miss Tennessee. He's gonna. He ain't gonna be messing around with just some listen, some some listen, regular guy. Listen, he needs to be like Serge Ibaka. Because Serge Ibaka's dating Kerry Hilson. I have no idea how he pulled that off. If you missed this story, Quincy Pondexter on Twitter a couple days ago. The story is up at MemphisSport.com. He he asked out. He, he's like, where's Miss Tennessee at? People tweet at him. And it's like, here's Miss Tennessee. And then she tweets at him saying, hey, heard you were looking for me. And he's like, that's when you, yeah, start, right, that's yeah, when you start direct messaging. No yeah, longer I, I'm tweeting. Single. You, you single? He's like, I'm single. Let's go out. And they're like, oh, hey, we're going out. So the whole conversation is posted online at MemphisSport.com. But, so he's apparently going to go out with Miss Tennessee. Uh-huh. As we learned, as we know on the show, there's like three or four Miss Tennessees, right? There's a bunch of Miss Tennessees. You know, what Mike Conley thinks about. But he's that? gonna go out with one of the Miss Tennessees. Mike Conley don't think he's gonna get a second date. I dated Miss Ten- Teen Tennessee you years did. back. Yeah. Oh, not like recently, hopefully. Oh no 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 no! no. This was years back, brother. 
That would be Me and Coupon got something in common. So, we'll see what happens with Coupon. Something in common. Coupon. So he's going after <laughs> news reporters and and uh, Miss Tennessee. Yeah. If it doesn't work out with Miss Tennessee, you think he's going to work his way through the 50 states? Uh, Slowly work his way out west. I think he's going to work his way through the state of Tennessee because if you can't get Miss Tennessee, then you maybe get Miss he's Tennessee, go for USA. Miss Shelby County. And there's Miss Tennessee, know, USA. Miss, you know, Miss Nashville. What about Nashville? What about Nashville? Right, we're going to keep moving. Number three in the starting five, Bill Simmons. Uh, there was this controversial stuff from Bill Simmons earlier this week as well. Um, saying, uh, con- connecting Memphis with, of course, the Martin Luther King thing, which we know uh, the whole assassination of Martin Luther King uh, did change this city, and it and it uh, completely changed downtown Memphis, and it took so long for the recovery to, to, to uh, get back to where it is today. But somehow he connected that we were thinking about Martin Luther King at uh, the playoffs, or every day we're thinking about Martin Luther King and how he got assassinated, and that means bad things are going to happen to us. It was a, a, a interesting uh, thing that got picked up nationally think, from I Bill think, Simmons at ESPN. Yeah, I think, it's, I think it's it blown was a little bit out of proportion. It was blown completely out of proportion, yeah. I think. Yeah, completely I, I, out of proportion. Because I mean, I mean, I mean, it's not to say that there isn't some level of truth to that. I think it was, it's it's something that you can always kind of go back when great things happen. You can say, "Wow, where how far has the city come yeah. since since that moment in time where one of the most embarrassing, uh, terrible moments in the history of the city yes. and that that did pretty much ruin downtown Memphis." But the, but in the sense that he was talking about and saying it, he wasn't saying it in that sense. He was just talking right. about the whole. The worried feeling and the feeling of anxiety that this city has been feeling since that happened and the way the city gets so tense and you can kind of feel the tension in FedEx form when the San Antonio Spurs start to come back in that series. So, I mean, the way he connected it, I can, I mean, obviously I can understand how people can, you know, look at it. In, in, in a certain way and in, in a negative light but I don't think that he meant it in that sense I just think that he meant as far as it's, people get a little extra tense around Memphis when things don't seem to be going the way that they want them to or things seem to be going bad I mean basically we expect the worst exactly what he was just yeah, trying to just, drop right there exactly he was just trying to drop that we expect the worst I mean think about but it it's not, when the Memphis Grizzlies first came to Memphis oh they're gonna be gone in 10 years and not only that no, but the city does have that but yeah. when the team but got gets, sold. Oh, are they going to go to That goes back Seattle. a little bit, though, to the sports side of it more, though. That Memphis lost out on the NFL. The only t- the city left from the expansion uh, consideration that didn't get a team. And then uh, a year later, here think, Nashville think, gets a team. But I think it's been a and domino then, effect. It's just been a then, domino effect. Uh, Memphis Tigers are about to win the uh, NC2A championship. And then all of a sudden, Mario, Mario. Chalmers hits a three. So, I don't think it, I mean it's not all on 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 Martin. Martin no, King. I'm not saying it's no. It's not all. To on me, it's more of the, the the racial and the economic comebacks more so than anything to do with sports. But one thing. But again, he it's Bill Simmons, and we weren't expecting him to know the the layers of this. I just think it's a domino effect of from when that happened and things continue, and, and you see things get better, and then it just seems like oh we're almost there, and then something else happens. I also think though another thing is though. Do you remember all the good things he said about Memphis? I mean, he absolutely raved about yes, this city. Right. The, again, we keep plugging MemphisSport.com in this opening segment, but all of the nice things he said, or most of them, listed on there for, uh, on MemphisSport.com. Uh, nice, compact downtown, good food. He loves trolleys. That's a, he's got a weird fascination with trolleys. I still uh, have never been on a trolley. <laughs> 
I know. Bill Simmons has been on the trolley, and you ain't been on the trolley. <laughs> and I've lived here for over six years. I have not been on the trolley. Bill, Bill Simmons, we really loved Memphis. That is a fun city to hang out in for four days. Four days? I don't know if you're a tourist in Memphis. What would you do for four days? Are you joking? <laughs> a lot. There is a ton to do. I'm going to have to get you out, Kevin. I'm not. That was not mean as, as, as a slight to our great city. This is a fun city to hang out in four days. You go to the zoo. You go to the zoo, yeah. You obviously go to Bill Street. You go to Graceland. The zoo is a whole day in itself. There's plenty of museums here. Yeah. You know, one thing, though, I think a lot of people, for Bill Simmons, um, I think a lot of people on the outside projection, you know, I have friends who've moved out west, come back, etc. I talk to people that live outside of Memphis. But the people think of Memphis as the most racist city. Like, when they think of Memphis, they think of, of, like, white people hate each other and black people hate each other and we all hate each other. And they also think of, uh, you walk outside and you're going to get shot. And you're going to get shot and all that stuff. And it's totally different when you come here and you see how everybody actually is. It's a very nice, friendly city. Friendly city. Everybody gets along. I mean, I don't ever see just, like, a, a group of one, you know, like, black or white just walking together. You always see a mixture. Right, and which, I'm only seeing somebody pull a gun on somebody also, once. Also, in that same podcast, you had you had you had you had Jalen Rose declare Memphis the number one city for African American NBA players to visit. Bring it. So, Marcus, it's the only regular African American sports talk show host on the two major stations in the city. We've had to add a lot of little. Uh, yeah. Things to that sentence. As the only regular African American sports talk show host on the two named Marcus on the two major stations in this city, what are your thoughts on <laughs> Memphis being number one? I think. Um, did you listen to Jalen Rose declare Memphis the number one? Well, listen, uh, city for African American NBA players to listen, visit. I mean, this is. I will say this about and number one, I think it also got number one for Spanish NBA players to live and and but sort I of, haven't confirmed that and yet. sort of here's why in my opinion the because the food is great the food is great uh, food, yeah. great um you know the women and that's what that was gonna be my next thing he had to the, see women. the women walking that, around that was gonna be the next thing the women the walking around women, meal, listen right? listen listen we all know we and, and, you know I'm, I, I can't speak for all African American brothers CJ may be different but but, but but we all but we all like. Are women to have a little extra meat on the bones? I'm not saying necessarily that you gotta be, you know, you know, six four, okay. three fifty. But, but there's nothing wrong with a little, you know, extra biscuit in your breakfast. Nothing wrong with a little um extra milk with your cookies. There's nothing wrong with that. No, I don't. I don't. Okay. And when Jalen Rose was walking around Memphis, Tennessee, he saw the jiggly. And the jiggly. <laughs> he saw the jiggly. All right. There are oodles of reasons for Memphis to be number one. And the, yeah, the one. On the list. But however. And all races have if, the jiggly you, in Memphis. If you, if you go to uh, Jalen Rose, his criteria on ranking this stuff. Uh-huh. Strip clubs was a big part of it. And I don't think he realized, and nobody told him, that we ain't got no strip clubs right now. Whoa, we got no, bikini whoa, 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 bars. Whoa, 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 whoa. You don't know. How long has it been since you've been in a strip club? It's bikini bars, right? That's... Look, look. Oh, I'm they're breaking the yeah, rule? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're no, breaking no, no, the no. rule? No, they would never no. break a rule in a strip club. <laughs> never, would never, 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 never. Hey, you better ask Juice today what he think about strip clubs. All right, so maybe the, our strip clubs are, are better than, <laughs> than what they sound like on paper. I don't know. Hey, 
<laughs> we got to keep moving. This is the starting five, the five most interesting and important sports stories uh, of the week. Number hey, four, women th- in Memphis eat at Eads. The, get the, them biscuits in. The, the Tigers got a new recruit. Uh-huh. And he, did you hear about this guy? Yeah, I don't, I don't know much about him. Tell me about him. I heard he's he's from Baylor. I was talking to some folks at, at uh, Italian Fest. Mm-hmm. Um, my my young friend who covers this uh, for the newspaper says this guy's kind of heavy. He's heavy set. That's all I know about him. Dominique Woodson, a former Baylor, Baylor signing. Is this the guy who's heavy set, or is it somebody else? Uh, yeah, he's a little. He's, he's a big guy. Big kid. Some guy who's like 300 pounds. He's a big guy, big kid. You know, you, you know. look, get him in the weight room. Is him the 300-pound guy? Get him in the right weight now? room. Get him in the... He uh, is 310 pounds. Get him on a treadmill. And this look, guy... Ronaldo Sidney was a pretty the new big Yoko kid. Zuna. Frank's got a little work to do. Ronaldo Sidney well, yeah, was a big Yoko kid. Yoko Zuna playing State. for the Grizzlies up in here. What? I said Ronaldo Sidney was a big kid when he went to Mississippi State. You, you can get the weight off of him. All right. And finally, number number five in the starting five, the, the logo is out. It's out. Now, I'm not talking about Jerry West. For He's Arizona? Not, Jerry West is not out of the closet. Uh, the, the logo is out for the American Airlines <laughs> Arena Conference. What American is the name Airlines of the conference? American Airlines Arena. What's the name the of the American. conference? The American. The American. I like it. I like it. You, you like, like the, the logo? logo? No. You don't like it? No. Why don't you? I th- I th- I'm fine with it. I think it's cool. Okay. It, I think it's very Avengers. It looks I like, like the Avengers. Eli Savoy said it best. Uh, he said... It reminds him of the American Gladiators. It, it looks American Gladiators. It may be why I like it. It looks like something that my daughter drew in art class. I don't, I don't think so. I think, I like Your that. daughter has got some skills. She really does. I think that A, I think if you see that A, it's a good... I think the A works for identify. You need some America! That, that's, that will identify with the conference. There was never a symbol or something that been identified with Conference USA, and not even yeah. really with the Big East. Well, yeah, I mean, with most of these conferences, you can't, like, here's a symbol. Like, the SEC, you know that logo. The star you, looks like it has a middle finger. The logos have changed on some of the other... Uh, American! It does It does kind of look like that. The American <laughs> logo out. If you haven't seen it, it's on our Facebook page, Search Memphis Sports. Hey, maybe the star does have a middle finger. I kind of like it, it and, now. And the finger's pointing east to the Big East! Yeah, yo! <laughs> Coincidence? I think not. Hey, gotta give you say your, it looks like your sister. I don't. People are ripping this logo. You couldn't make this. You couldn't make this logo, Johnny Radio. You couldn't make it, CJ. And you couldn't either, Marcus. Everybody who's saying a, they could make this a. logo or that their daughter could draw it, that's a bunch of hogwash. You couldn't do it. Yes, it's not the best can, give me a logo. Pen. Give me a pen. I can draw that. I can draw that sucker right now. You cannot. You yeah, don't even have a pen to draw it with. During the break, and I'll I, break one out. Watercolors. You know what? Dude, I'm a, I'm, I'm a beast with the watercolors. You know, I got two daughters, so I don't know. You know what? You may, be, uh, you, you, you may have a little more experience than me with the watercolors. As a matter of fact... Man, it's going to be crowded up here when it's Take Your Daughter to Work Day, huh? Hey. Oh, they're just kids. <laughs> little, little girls to have fun. Get you know longer. what? We should start a daycare. We should. Daddy daycare. I'm down. <laughs> uh, it's an original idea right there. Got one black guy, one white guy. Yep, it was called oh, Guys man, with it worked. Guys it, with hey. Kids, and it got canceled on NBC, I believe. All right, that does it for the start. <laughs> that does it for the starting five for this week. Great to be doing the starting five back. Uh, fun Saturday to hear. We're only here for ninety minutes because of Ole Miss, and we figured it out. They Ole Miss lost, right? They lost. But William you know, and Mary's. Who they played? State yesterday? won. Yeah, Ole Miss. They got beat. Uh, so who they kid that pitch for William and Mary was. They play William and Mary again today, or are they playing somebody else? 
No, they will not play William and Mary again. Well, Let me check. Because they had to play well, Ole Miss. It's a handicap match. Well, Ole Miss, Miss versus William and Mary. Ole, that's Ole Miss little. took a risk because they did not start their ace in game one. They decided to hold him for game two. Uh, they started Mike Mayer for game one, and it, it was a risk. But then again, if you come back and you win today, then I mean, obviously you have to win two games. Two more games to get to, to win the um, the regional, but you know they they took a risk, and you know we'll see what happens. But All they right. have their ace on the mound today, so you gotta like their chances. Oh, Mr. SEC Baseball in studio with us. Are Marcus they playing Hunter. Binghamton? <laughs> Binghamton. <laughs> I know. I just I like you know. Yeah. So uh, you can travel on the green line to uh, the game today. All right. <laughs> well. <laughs> We're going to take a quick time out. We'll be right back. You'll listen to Memphis number 3 Sports Show. This is MSL. We're on Sports 56 and 87.7 FM. We are the voice of SEC fans. Sports 56 and 87.7 FM. Y'all ready for this? Are you one of many mid-southerners who suffer from weekday boredom? Do you sit around weekday nights flipping channels on your TV while trying to find something to do? If so, ask your doctor about trivia with Kevin Cerrito. Well, actually, that would be a little weird. Instead, just invite your friends to be on your team every week at Trivia with Kevin Cerrito. It's more than your average mind-numbing pub quiz. It's an entertainment experience with weekly theme nights that will test your knowledge on a wide range of topics. And the last week of every month, don't forget, is Game Show Night, where you get to play your favorite TV game shows. Come see for yourself while Paul Ryburn's journal calls Kevin Cerrito a quote trivia master. All shows are free to play start at 8, end by 10, so you're back home and rested for school or work the next day. For more information on where to play weekly themes and drink specials, visit Facebook forward slash Cerrito Trivia or follow Kevin on Twitter at Cerrito Trivia with Kevin Cerrito. The perfect prescription for weekday boredom. Warnings. Side effects may include eating prices, laughing out loud, high fiving, eating mass quantities of delicious food, consumption of adult beverages, spin quality time with friends, and dance off. Play trivia with Kevin Cerrito every Tuesday at Ferraro's in the Pins and every Thursday at the Green Beetle on South Main. Thank you for voting MSL Memphis's number three best sports radio show for three years in a row in the Memphis Flyers Best of Memphis poll. Appreciate Up and coming, off and running down, Summer Avenue. Welcome back to Memphis Sport Live. Here once again are your hosts, Kevin Cerrito and Marcus Hunter. GK was on the radio, WHBQ. All right, welcome back to MSL. Memphis is number three show. Thanks for making us a part of your weekend. We're here every week from 11 to 1. A little short in the show today. Here to 12.30, right here on WHBQ. In 87.7 FM. This portion of MSL is being brought to you by Gould's Day Spa in Salon. It's where I get my haircut, and you should too. Look, Marcus, I got my haircut. Can you tell? My post playoff. Yeah, no more shag. Yeah, my post playoff haircut. Got it done at Gould's, the, the new location at Poplar Plaza. Of course, there's also a new one in Germantown at Poplar and Exeter. There's Gould's all over the city, from downtown in the Peabody to Olive Branch to Carville and everywhere else in between. Uh, Gould's offers spa and salon services seven days a week. And it is the perfect gift for your loved one, um, whether it's a birthday or an anniversary or just a thank you gift or I'm thinking about you or get well soon. Whatever the occasion may be, the Gould's gift card is perfect for that occasion. Uh, Gould's Day Spa and Salon. Been in Memphis for 
For over 80 years, you check uh, GouldSalons.com. That's GouldSalons.com. You can order a gift card there, and they can send it to you. Of course, it just makes the perfect. Like, you don't need to worry about what you're going to get your loved one for whatever occasion is coming up because what do you just go just go pick up a Gould's gift card so if, it, if it's a last minute gift you can stop in and pick it up if you're planning ahead you can order it online at GouldSalons.com it's the perfect gift for your loved one it's Gould's Day Spa and Salon gift cards now available alright Marcus so occasionally for those who do not know Marcus Hunter my longtime broadcast partner here on Memphis's number 3 sports show yeah man is also Memphis's version of Miss Cleo. Who is that? She made many appearances on the Montel Williams show, uh, Johnny Radio. Who is Montel Williams? You, what do you mean? You never, you never watch Montel on Channel 30 at, at uh, like 11 o'clock at night or or whenever you it know used to come 11 on? 11 o'clock, I'm busy. Montel, <laughs> Montel Williams is a loan shark now. Is, oh, I don't know. You would know. You're... You're Memphis's Miss Cleo, or no? I'm talking about those little commercials. Not, I'm sorry, not Miss, Miss Cleo. Well, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Miss Cleo. I, I misspoke. Miss Cleo was the well. She's a late night infomercial woman, and she dressed. Call up. me now. Yeah, yeah. I'm thinking Sylvia Brown. Marcus is, is Memphis's Sylvia Brown, who was on uh, Montel Williams. That's the psychic who was on Montel Williams, and also I actually thought she was real. Is she the chick that predicted the? Uh, they like are both real or something. Uh, no, they don't predict anything of that epic of uh, that epic scale. But no, there's Miss Cleo, there's Sylvia Brown. If you combine both of their psychic powers, you get Marcus the Magnificent. And with all of the questions and stuff going on uh, with the Memphis Grizzlies in the off season, it is here. We, we got to figure out which direction the Grizzlies are going. What is going to happen? So we said, let's consult. Our very own Miss Cleo, our very own Sylvia Brown, uh, as we uh, have Marcus Channel of Psychic Powers for a little edition of Marcus the Magnificent. All right, Mr. Hunter. Miss, Mr. Cleo. <laughs> we should just call this segment Mr. Cleo. Mr. Cleo Brown. The question on everybody's mind, will Lionel Hollins return as the coach of the Memphis Grizzlies? Yes, and um, I think part of it's going to be because I don't think the other offers that people are expecting there to be out there, I I, I don't know if they're necessarily going to be because the Grizzlies are not allowing any other team to talk to Lionel Hollins until after his contract runs out, and I think they're going to try to hammer out a deal before then. Oh, wow. So oh, but so mainly you're basing it on you don't think anybody is going to uh, offer him anything. Well, yeah. I don't, I, don't think, I don't think the Grizzlies are going to allow it to get to that point, and most teams aren't going to want to wait until after the, the 30th of this month to go ahead and make a decision on the next head coach because, you know, there's a draft and then there's summer league, so they, they kind of want to get these things done, and I think that Lionel Hollins is going to end up being right back with the Memphis Grizzlies. Alright, so he's got Lionel Hollins returning. I think I think he'll return as a, as some sort of a different kind of coach, but I think he'll return. What, oh, what do you mean a different type of coach? This is this is a Miss Cleo kind of answer. <laughs> I just watched her infomercial. It's awesome. <laughs> She could tell the paternity of a baby by just sitting on the phone and talking to you. Wow. it's <laughs> pretty impressive. Call me now! 
All right. Well, you've settled that. He said uh, Marcus Mamer says Lionel Hollins will uh, return. Oh, but, but what I, I mean by a different you, kind I of think coach. You think he, he should. I think I, I like the cliffhanger on it. What do you mean? What I mean by a different kind of coach. I think that Lionel Hollins in, in, in the new management will find a, li- a way. A life coach? Well, yeah. I, I think they're going to find a way to come together on ideas about the team and I understand that Lionel's the coach but I think that at some point Lionel Hollins is going to have to understand that he has a lot of young talent on his bench that he needs to really work towards developing because if you're going to win in a market like Memphis you need to be able to develop the talent that you draft and not necessarily just always go out and trade for talent so I think next year we're going to see more Tony Roten and then we're going to see more Ed Davis out there on the court and I, and I think that the, the, the Grizzlies are going to be better for it. Do you think because the only player that really that Lionel Hollins has, has embraced and developed is Mike Conley. So do you think Grizzlies... Chris Dupont, actually, is another one. Should try to... Coupon's kind of. Well, I, mean, I don't know if he's developed. But he's kind of played almost the way he's played since he got here. No, Coupon has gotten. He's worked on his three point game, and then when he got when he when he was in New Orleans the the year before he got to Memphis, he was almost. But he was, it was also coming off like his rookie year. Exactly. Then he got to Memphis and coach. Listen, I mean, it's very early in his NBA career. At Grizzlies practices, it's still very early. after practices are over and they, and they let the media in, Hollins is out there continuing. He did let Coupon play. Down. He did let Coupon play. Yeah. But the point is, he, he really only wanted uh, only wanted to. Uh, from what, from what, how many years has he been here? Two. Who, who, hold on, who, Hannah's Han- 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 uh, four. And how many draft picks and backup point guards have come and gone? Plenty of them. So here's my suggestion. He only likes, he, only, he only likes Mike, he only likes Mike Conley, and he's Mike Conley Jr., so let's, uh, can we get Ed Davis to apply to change his name to Mike Conley the third, and if we can get, uh, Tony Roten to apply to change his name to Mike Conley the fourth. That's what I'm saying. that maybe he will... Start developing. This. Well, that's what I'm saying. I think I think he's going to come back next year as a different and then coach. Whoever the Grizzlies draft kind of this year can be Mike Conley the fifth. He'll 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 be a different kind. He's got to change if you want him to develop him. You just got to change. The well, wait, wait. You know what? But but see, but, but like, here's like George Foreman's all of his kids. It's like everybody on the Grizzlies is going to be Mike Conley. All right. Speaking the, of George Foreman, who developed Big Spain? Are you giving Coach Yeager all the cred? I think he. I, I'm thinking. It's, I don't know if it's about a development. What do you mean it's I, not a development? Dude, Did you not see how slaw that dude was? He was slaw. The Spanish he was still team kind of Barcelona. They drafted Hashim to beat because they weren't sure what Mark Gasol was going to be. But Barcelona, but a lot of it's natural talent, and a lot of it was Barcelona. He came in natural much more talent. talented than people gave him <laughs> credit for. Look, um, naturally big, but that's it. He didn't have natural talent. That's work. Yeah, I mean, look, uh, I mean, I mean, you got to think about the fact that Lionel Hollins was given so much grief when Allen Iverson came to the team and he wouldn't start Allen Iverson with Mike Connolly, and that, and and that, in the long run, in hindsight, turned out to be the best uh, decision because had that not happened, right. then again, then he could have stunned, stunned was, Mike Connolly. He was forced to play Mark Gasol. He was I, forced to play Mark Gasol. You know, you, he noticed, was your only center. You had to play. I just noticed that you have the American logo on your T-shirt. It looks like it. I'm wearing an America's Got Talent shirt. It does kind of look America's Got Talent. Maybe that's why I like it. Look at the, the A-G-T. A-G-T. It doesn't have yep. a middle finger in the star. It, it's the same thing. So we're saying Minus the, the, the American finger. logo is from the America, the AGT logo. Yes, the America's Got Talent. They're going to get sued by NBC. <laughs> <laughs> yep. They'll be changing that logo like the Baltimore Ravens had to change it. All right, we're doing this. Marcus Magnificent. Marcus is challenging his inner uh, Sylvia Brown. That the Montel Williams show is not on any, anymore, is it? I, that, that biscuit was delicious. I'm just thinking well, about your ease biscuit? Yeah, I just, I just okay. about another one. <laughs> I hope this doesn't distract you from your predictions. Uh, the next one people want to know, we've, Lionel Hollins is the big one. 
But the smaller one that seems to be developing, it's a very fluid situation, and we could know answers about it any hour now, actually, is uh, Grizzlies general manager Chris Wallace. Will he be returning to the Memphis Grizzlies? No. Negative. And um, he'll get the uh, Sacramento job, and very happy for Chris Wallace. He's an awesome guy. Chris Man, Wallace he's going out west. Don't you? Wouldn't you? I mean, I love Memphis. Don't get me wrong, but going out west. Sacramento is not the greatest town, but I mean, you're, you're what? Look, look, no, 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 no. Sacramento gets. I, I've been to Sacramento. Let me tell you about Sacramento. It is a. There's not that much to do there. The women in Sacramento. Oh my! Look, listen, <laughs> listen. There, there are. There is a range of pickings of all. Listen, they have the most exotic-looking women in, in in Sacramento. They have all races, all sizes, so all But is, is Chris Wallace looking to mingle? I mean, of course, he, course, we're always looking to mingle until they put you, it in a box. Did you not see how much weight he's lost? Hey, Chris Wallace, hey, he got his groove back. He, he probably does. I mean, it, it'll be better for his health to move to Sacramento. Uh, it's better for anybody's health to, to, <laughs> to leave Memphis and get on a different diet. You and you'll be in California. What's that? Do you ever listen to Widespread Panic? Uh, no, not really. Why? Educate me and our listeners on, on why Widespread Panic has something to do with Chris Wallace. <laughs> That's why. Partying. Sacramento. Well, no, I mean, Sacramento's it's, a nice city. Should you be concerned? Like, Chris Wallace can make Sacramento pretty good. If you can... If you can uh, make the Grizzlies a Western Conference team on a beer budget uh, and have champagne taste. He can pull that off in in in, in Sacktown, which is a very it's unit it's it's gonna be I'm, I'm fascinated by the idea that that's the city he's gonna go to because you want to look at some of these teams in in modern NBA history that have, have been the like the one and done Western Conference Finals teams, and you look at that Sacramento team that had their shot that one year with C Web, and they got uh, screwed by the officials in the Western Conference Finals against the Lakers, and and that that team has fallen. How far Sacramento has fallen since their height when they were selling out, and that was the hardest place to play in the NBA, and it, it was just unbelievable. And now they have fallen completely off off the map. You look at the Timberwolves had their one year, but we know why the Timberwolves blew it. But because of uh, they didn't re-sign their players. I mean, they couldn't get a uh, Spreewell, so they wouldn't. They refused to to feed Spreewell's family. I gotta so feed my to kids. Go. But uh, I'm gonna anyway, feed my family. It, it'll be interesting because play a million dollars. Sacramento, small market, one one uh, one pro team city I, that that had their Western Conference Finals uh, moment look, and have not been close. You know, it's it's, it's interesting that Sacramento just hired the new head coach. And if Chris Wallace gets the job, it's going to be the same situation. Like they hired Mark Averoni, then they brought in Chris Wallace, and then they fired Mark Averoni. My my thing about it is, had Chris Wallace gotten that job first, do you think he would have tried to convince the Sacramento people, hey, we need to go after Lionel Hollins? Because because they work together. Ah, uh, probably not. They have a good working relationship. Probably not. Okay. I mean, I'm sure they work. Uh, they do, but it'll be. A, I'll, I'm excited to see to see Chris Wallace actually be the guy who would be in charge of of running a team for sure because he, he made some good deals while he was here so we're already saying goodbye to him it looks like he's on his way out the door he has no power here anymore so uh best of luck to uh, to mr wallace i don't know if there's any good uh how close the the best college football games are to sacramento but 
Because he loves his college football. He does. All right. Uh, there's no SEC football out there. Here we go, Marcus. Continue to channel those psychic powers. We're doing Marcus the Magnificent. What yeah, player? UCLA. What players will? I'm not UCLA. What Grizzly player? Yeah. Which Grizzly player will most likely return, and which one will least likely return? The Grizzlies player most likely to return is Tony Allen. It just seems like Tony Allen's going to give the t- uh, going to give the city a little hometown discount on his contract and uh when talking to Jason Levian on Tuesday it uh, definitely sounded like that Tony Allen is a part of their future and Tony Allen and they want Tony Allen to be here so I believe that Tony Allen will be in Memphis because that's where they want him and that's where he wants to be and when you want to be somewhere then you tend to take a little less money to stay there uh, and plus you know the, the extra money that Tony Allen would probably get from another team would probably be counseled out in state taxes which you do not have here in Tennessee so that's probably another reason that Tony Allen is going to be able to stay here in Memphis no matter how the Grizzlies are going to be able to keep him the player most likely to be gone People say bye-bye to Jared Bayless. Jared Bayless will not be back with the Memphis Grizzlies next year. Not only am I saying this because I just I, I, I don't think that you know that the management is you know what the reason I'm saying this. I don't think Jared Bayless wants to be here next year. I'm just gonna say that mm-hmm. because when talking to him Tuesday um, during the exit interviews, he. Never said. I mean, everything is about uh, you know. I, I got to talk to my agent and do his best for my for me and my family. And when people start talking about doing what's best for them and their family, that means this current situation that they're in is not what's best for them and their family. Because if the current situation was what's best for them and their family, then they would just say, "Oh, I love being here in Memphis. I want to stay here. This place is awesome. This is the best place for me and my family." No, no, I, I got to talk to my agent. I mean, I understand that it's a little bit of bargaining when you do things like that. But I mean, if you're a good player, you're a good player, and you're going to get you know deals thrown at you from everywhere. So Jared Bayless is gone. Say bye-bye to Jared Bayless. Great three-point shooter, but man, that kid took some awful shots at times. All right, last <laughs> Your psychic powers are, go- are going ballistic. Listen, 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 my psychic powers are going so crazy. Look outside the window. It's like, it's, it's, I mean, it's like Armageddon's coming right now. I mean, it's just getting pretty scary out can there. Can you channel your psychic powers to where we can read your mind? You, you do not want what? to know. How can you? You well, do not he can want read to our know. minds if he's doing that. You, you don't want to know what's in there. Last Hold on, I'm reading his mind right now. <laughs> I know what he's saying. <laughs> I do not like John Harden, but <laughs> that's what you were thinking. Thanks, buddy. All right, shout out to George Lapidus saying what we're all thinking. Are right, we gonna take? Uh, a, that's it for Marcus the Magnificent this week. We will uh, we'll do it again soon. Marcus, interesting predictions for the off season there. Yes. All right, we'll we'll take a quick uh, timeout and be back. You'll listen to Memphis' number three sports show. This is MSL. We're on Sports 56 and 87.7 FM. We are the voice of Tigers fans. Sports 56 and 87.7 FM. Welcome back to Memphis Sport Live. Here once again are your hosts, Kevin Cerrito and Marcus Hunter. Welcome back to MSL. Thanks for making us a part of your Saturday. Just heard some very disappointing news from CJ. We're gonna, we're, gonna, we're playing up and listen at noon. You get a chance to win some great prizes, and you get to talk about whatever you like, which could uh, be whatever you want. Because I mean, a Grizzly season is now over. You do have some college baseball going on. If you want to talk about that, we want to talk about these movies. There's so many movies out, and we we're just talking over, over the the commercial. Uh, CJ was like. Uh, I saw Hangover 3, and at the exact same time, Marcus says, uh, what did you say, Marcus? I said, how good was it? At the same time, I said, how bad was it? 
And then so what is your official review, CJ? How good was it or how bad was it? Uh, the way I rate movies is $10. So what I pay the $10 to go see it, and I give Hangover 3 five seventy five. So you rank it on how much of the $10 that you were... <laughs> I like that. How about that? That could be good. I like to do the... Do you see it, do you see it in the theater? Do you see it at the dollar theater? Do you see it at the, on DVD? Or you wait for Redbox? Or you wait for HBO? Or do you wait for uh, TNT? That's kind of the rankings you can go down. I needed closure. And it, it does give closure. You needed it. closure? <laughs> Yes, from Hangover, like Hangover One and Two was pretty intense. I needed to make certain that everybody lived. Well, don't Hangover spoil 3. the movie. I thought Hangover Three started with the dead. I don't even know. I just no spoilers. What? You want to make sure everybody lived? All right, no spoilers. Uh, I saw Iron Man this week. Was like the other I guy like, like dead when the movie started or something? I like Iron Man just as good as the other Iron Man. Have you been? been I have not seen the new Iron Man. I have seen the new Fast uh, Six movie. So you do say like uh, this, this Iron Man movie is just as good as the other Iron Men movie? <laughs> the Iron Men? Is that what you make those? Iron Man. Or they're the Iron Man. Iron Man's. I think they're better than the other Iron Man movies. Iron Men. Iron Man. Iron Man. I think that's how it works. I think that's how it works. But we'll ask Greg Akers about that. Speaking of which, because during the playoffs, we took uh, well over a month of having our regular guests uh, get bumped. Uh, We will have Greg Akers uh, be back with us in in his regular spot at the end of this month. It's the first day of June today. Happy June. Greg Akers will be back with us uh, the last week of the of the month. Uh, Dustin Starr will be here the third week, as he always has talked pro wrestling. And we're adding in our buddy Kevin Leip from SB Nation. He'll join us the second Saturday of every month now to talk Memphis Grizzlies on the show. So our regular guests will start their routine again uh, next week. As always, remember, you can get in touch with the show. Um, on Twitter, you can follow us at Memphis Sport uh, on Twitter. Uh, my personal page at Cerrito Marcus is at M Hunter underscore Fox thirteen, and you can follow me uh, on Instagram at uh, Kevin Cerrito Marcus Red uh, uh, Hunter Boy two G one. And I posted my big uh, what was it my uh, picture this morning from Italian Fest? Did you see that? I did see it. The, the uh, pee Yeah. Check that out on Instagram. You can also... How much time have you spent in there? <laughs> Not long, actually. I, the pee potty was only for women. You had to go to the one behind it for men, actually. What was that one called? It was just a, just a regular porta potty. <laughs> uh, <laughs> find us on Facebook. Search Memphis Sport. Uh, you can, of course, text the show if you want. 67129. 67129 uh, is the text line. If you ever miss a portion of the show, remember, catch us. Uh, it's free on iTunes. You can subscribe to us or uh, you can just download it at memphisport.com, the podcast of the program. Up next, we're going to play Hang Up and Listen. 360-8255 is the phone number. 360-8255. Call in, talk about whatever you want. It's your chance to take over the radio airwaves each and every week. We do it at high noon. And the first caller every week gets $10 to Ease 24-hour cafe. Let's go eat at Ease. There are plenty of Memphis area locations, including the one right there by Italian Fest. If you're going to go to Italian Fest tonight, stop by Ease before or after if you're hungry don't go to a fast food place go to ease there's the one right down the mountain from us at poplar poplar in mount mariah 360-8255 is the phone number hang up and listen is next stay with us i do not like john hardwood the voice of the fan sports 56 whbq memphis fan 87.7 fm wpgflp memphis a flynn broadcasting station